Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside of the gym. Welcome to the Fittest Podcast in Oakland. Today, Robin and Ben talk your May lifestyle focus and how we're going to eat all the veggies. All the veggies. Sit back, listen up, and let's challenge ourselves to eat more veggies in May. We are good morning good morning good morning good morning we are talking your monthly focus so robin since it's the end of april what was april's monthly focus april's monthly focus was improving sleep good job and then robin what is may's month monthly focus may i'm so excited about this one is eat your veggies eat your veggies eat your veggies yeah good so first, Robin, what went well with you for sleep in April? I don't, I think I talked about this last time. I don't have big issues with sleep, so I kind of have mine pretty dialed in. So there wasn't a lot of changes. Um, continuing to measure it on my tracker. Um, continuing to try to reduce alcohol. Um, eating a little less before I eat. So making those kind of subtle changes but um my sleep was pretty good why don't you talk about that one i think that was a cool one we worked on the the six fifteen cutoff right yeah so this was a recommendation from my uh health coach slash doctor slash wellness person um hit me up if you want to know more but um eating up until about three hours before bed and then taking a break from ingesting any calories that was a recommendation I've noticed just anecdotally that I do not, I think we're all very similar in that we don't like to go to bed on a full stomach. It just doesn't feel good. Um, and I definitely feel very viscerally against that. I do not like going to bed with a full stomach. It feels gross to me. So, um, kind of getting that, um, as a recommendation was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, so I have an alarm on my phone now, um, when it goes off, sadly at six, 15 because I'm usually asleep by nine. So I thought that was a good starting point was that 6:15 alarm. And that kind of gives me, sometimes I ignore it. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, but I still want my ice cream or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's one thing I've definitely added. That's uh, cool. Having, yeah. I think that's a good trick and it kind of sets up a routine towards bed. Exactly. It's kind of that starting point where I'm like, all right, eventually I'm going to be laying down and trying to close my eyes and go to sleep. Good job. What about you? Let's see. So good news wise, I only had two days where my actual slept hours were below six hours in the whole month of April, which awesome. is, which is a big deal. That's big for you. Um, so it's pretty good. I would say there, give or take, um, some successes were laptop usually closed every night before 9 PM. 
I can't say I was perfect there. I know once or twice it was definitely not. Um, so that's okay, but I'm definitely, definitely getting better there. The other one, my blue light glasses went on every night, I think. So I definitely got better at that and building that routine. But again, not definitely not as ambitious or goal set to be laptop close by eight. <laughs> so Was that the original goal? That, that was my that? original kind of push. I think that's what I said on the podcast a month ago. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was, that's what I was shooting for. Cool. Is take it from nine to 8.30 to eight. I definitely didn't get there. But it, it definitely, I'm pushing towards it. So I think that was, that was good. Definitely not achieved yet. Um, but it's okay. I think that was the other thing. My other problem, I sort of fixed, sort of didn't. I did not do a good job of controlling on the weekends. So right. telling myself not to stay up late with the Netflix and the other things. And especially if it's just me in the couch, there's no reason for it. Yeah, there's <laughs> no event. Or there's no event. Thing, yeah. yeah. Or not even on vacation. It was just a weekend. Like that's where I have to focus a little harder on resetting that clock of, no, just go to bed. It's 1030. You don't need to stay up till midnight because it just struggle buses the next two days and it makes Mondays way worse. The good news is I did a much better job in April on Sunday nights. So I don't think there was a Sunday night where I was not in bed before 9 p.m. in April. That makes a huge difference. Which is a big deal for me. It doesn't mean the sleep always went great, but it gave a bigger opportunity for good sleep. So that was that was a massive kind of shift for me. Not perfect, but definitely definitely helped so that that one i'm definitely going to try and continue there focusing on getting into bed before 9 p.m on sunday nights and things like that so those routines and manners did better um the other stuff of like i was up early consistently i'm in the sun most mornings so that was good i think all of those are kind of managed and working well so hopefully for most of you you have some new routine around the sleep. Um, I was actually talking to a client today about how they struggle with that routine and working on that. One funny thing is remember there are such things called books in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had several clients come to me and go, well, I can't shut my brain off without the TV <laughs> at yeah. night. And I was like, oh, how about a book? And oh, by the way, one of them is an author. Yeah, books so, and, and uh, you, the audibles, yeah, uh, audible books or listening to a podcast. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, or you know, they have apps where you can listen to a story and it has like calming voices. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that's a nice way to fall asleep, yeah. too. So, definitely worked with a couple people on pick a, I'll say, it, trashy novel and read it. To help yourself fall asleep. Yeah, that's a trouble with me. I get into the book and then I like don't want to go to bed because I want to finish the book. So that can backfire on it you. It can definitely backfire and it will. You have times. to make it a really boring subject. Like. So either a boring subject or a book you've already read. Yeah. Like if you know the story, like say you've read Harry Potter 18 times, you know it's coming. You can kind of shut your brain off to it and it entertains you. Like yeah, you yeah, love yeah. Harry Potter. Like I know people who used to read um, comics. And I don't mean, like, adventure, Batman, like, comics. I mean, like, Calvin and Hobbes or Garfield funny comics. Or New Yorker. Yeah, like, silly little comics that were a couple pages. 
mindless entertainment. You don't really need to go to the next page with it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. after about three pages, <laughs> yeah. so hopefully you found something like that to help shut your brain off at night. Mm-hmm. For sure. Perfect. Cool. All right, Robin, why are you excited about vegetables in May? Well, I mean, just to completely round off sleep, it's so, the, the benefits are huge, even with very small changes, and we want to keep pushing you guys to continue to look at your sleep. I, I think second to that, um, well, for me personally, it's alcohol, but for most people, you get the biggest bang from your buck from sleeping better and eating more vegetables. I'm going to say that. Especially if you're new to health and fitness and you want to make some little change that's going to give you huge benefits, this is the one. Um, And I think I speak for everyone when we can all do better here. There's all, even if you've been doing this for years and you know all about nutrition, I think we can all do better here. And even incrementally better, you're going to get huge returns. So that's why I like this and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing is like we sleep better and if we eat better, everything else goes better. And I think vegetables are such the key component. It's the basis of any really good diet is fibrous, nutrient dense foods, which is I'm sorry, my watch is dinging because I don't know how to turn the sound (laughs) off and I don't know how I turned it on. I'm going to sit on it. Okay. (laughs) So tech savvy today. (laughs) I I will figure that out before the next podcast. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so the the basic, these foundational things, I think it's so easy to get caught up in these big, like, I'm going to come to the gym every day and I'm going to work out, which is great. We definitely want you to do that. But these really fun, it's like the fundamentals. It's like doing your shoulder exercises every day. Like these are so important and we want you guys to think about this stuff. You brush your teeth every day, right? Eat vegetables every day. Like these are those that important. Drink water, you know, all those foundational things. So this is one of them. And and I feel very passionately, obviously. Um, But we'll outline why these are beneficial, even though you probably know a lot of this. Um, and then some tips to maybe take your veggie intake to the next level. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. So first thing of why I look at vegetables as the most nutrient dense, low calorie food you can eat. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there, there, you name the vegetable, it probably has a ton of vitamins, minerals, mi- micronutrients, fiber, <laughs> all of these things inside of it. And oh, by the way, a pretty big handful, like literal handful of them is not many calories. No. And that's, that's the beauty of it is you get the most bang for your buck through a vegetable. And if you look up any website, just put how to prevent X issue. It could be (laughs) dementia. It could be cancer. It could be um, eczema on your skin. It could be anything. One of the first things they're going to tell you is dark leafy greens dark leafy greens dark leafy greens fibrous nutrient dense foods like it's it, it's almost like come on really <laughs> is it that great yes it's that great yeah yeah and that's that's the trick so if you're looking of like oh do i need to buy this supplement to fill this hole or that hole i usually tell people well have you had some brussels sprouts <laughs> <laughs> have you you know tried some kale you know Supplements are like the backup plan. Yeah. Like that's the backup battery, right? It's the, you know, you want to plug it into the wall, then it's the food. Yeah. But, you know, if you're worried about 
any leaks there, then yeah, supplements are great, but you have nothing beats the real, the real yeah. deal. And there's nothing more whole food than pulling something out of the ground, rinsing it off and eating it or off a tree, you yeah. know, like it's the closest to nature you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I think that's super important because the other thing is when we think of vegetables, I've never heard of someone eating so many vegetables that one, they get sick on them. Like you give up. I hate to say it. Like you get tired of chewing or anything like that. Or you, I, from the guy who eats way too many vegetables, I, I can't get enough calories through vegetables. It's yeah. just nearly impossible. You can't overeat vegetables. It, it's really hard. Yeah. I, I, I won't say you can't do it, but. From... And, and we challenge you to try. <laughs> yeah. That's our I challenge to you. Tell me how you try did to it. OD on veggies in the month of May. <laughs> yeah. And, and that'll, I'll be very impressed. There, there are some signs and we'll talk about those signs. Of maybe you might be <laughs> overdoing or potentially consuming the wrong vegetable. Um, Robin will talk her, your ears off about her lovely fiber. Yeah. Well, you know, and we'll get to this with the, the, the variety, you know, yeah. so we'll, you can fix that pretty easily. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we all kind of know the, the benefits. Are there any that stand out to you that you think people should know? I, I think it's the, the secret shortcut. Like if you want to lose weight, change your body composition, um, improve your overall blood panels and things like that, vegetables are the key. Yeah. And the way you look, the way you feel. Yes. Um, you want to intrude, improve your gut microbiome. Yeah. You know, whatever hot, hot word you want to use, vegetables can be the secret recipe to that. So let's, let's talk about gut, gut mm-hmm. biome and some of the, the benefits of having a healthy gut biome. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me, I mean, obviously your digestive issues. If you have digestive issues, that's the first place to look, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that always comes to mind to me, in, especially in this day and age, is the immune, the immune system. Yeah. Your immune function is, is really tied up into that gut biome. Mm-hmm. So you don't like being sick. Um, and sick can be anything from a stuffy nose to cancer, tumors all over your body. Like, or losing your mind to dementia, right? Mm-hmm. So this, this whole spectrum of sick, it really is based in a lot of things, but mainly in that gut biome. Because your body can do miraculous things if it's, if it's healthy. Exactly. So... The other thing is, if your gut biome is working, that means you're retaining what you're eating. So, like, if you are like, oh, my God, I have to supplement with everything because I have to get all my blood markers right. And that this supplement will change my world or blah, blah, blah. If you're not digesting it, it's doing you no good. And you're literally peeing money down the drain <laughs> or pooping money down the drain, I should say. Um, and that's, that's where the better your gut functions... So the better your gut processes food, digests food, um, moves nutrients into the bloodstream and functions from there, the better you feel yep. and the better you like the foods. Also, for those of you looking to lose that stubborn five to 10 pounds, this is how your body does that. Because now it's not looking to store things. It's like, oh, wait, we have nutrients on hand. We don't need to hold on to the stuff we've been holding on for years. We can let this stuff go. Yeah. And it's oftentimes when clients are like frustrated, they're like, Ben, I've been trying to lose weight for years, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, we change a couple things in a profile, get their gut back to healthy, weight flies off. Yeah. And that takes time. So if you're, you've been frustrated, you're like, I'm eating the right things, I'm doing this, 
check out the, the vegetables, check out the nutrients and the things around your gut, um, to help that. And there's a whole podcast we could do on that fun stuff. Well, let's talk about the benefits of raw vegetables and cooked vegetables. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, one of the things that I think about raw, you should do both, by the way, just all all the veggies, (laughs) especially if you prefer one to the other, like none of this matters if you don't intake the veggies. (laughs) So number one, find the ones that you like and the way you like to eat them. If you want to take a bag of baby carrots and pee, what are those snap peas and just go to town with some hummus, go for it. But, um, but there's so many better ways to eat (laughs) veggies, but anyway, um, raw veggies, in addition to having a lot of fiber, um, you're chewing and exercising and chewing. I mean, we could go on a whole other podcast about why you want to chew, but it helps to keep your, um, all the breathing and mechanics of your mouth, nose, palate area more open and strong, Mm -hmm. right? So you're exercising, um, and then, yeah, again, you, you have a little bit more nutrients in a raw. Typically, when you cook, sometimes you can lose some of the nutrients. Um, and then, of course, the fiber breaks down. Yeah. yeah. And I'll add on to that. If you've never tried it or never done it, um, eat a whole raw bell pepper. It's like cut it up or just eat it like an apple. Like yeah. I, I know somebody who used to do that, still yeah. does. Yeah. So you can do, do it that way. And then cook or fajita them down, you know, stir fry them down. Yeah. And you can look at the size of both of them and go, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, and we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put a pin we're, in that. Put, in a, put a pin in that. But yeah. that can be kind of like, if you're looking to fill up on something, the raw there. And if you've never done it, go Google how many potatoes are in a bag of potato chips. Ooh, <laughs> and you'll just never eat potato chips again. <laughs> well, you can, but, but, but yeah. know what you're getting. You'll know. Oh, it'll, it'll click in your head and you'll go. I could never eat that many potatoes, but I could definitely eat a bag of potato chips. So it's, it's not apples to apples. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, but <laughs> it's kind of like eating an apple and an apple pie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two different things. The best example for me is dried bananas versus a whole banana. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can I can go to town on a bag of Trader Joe's plantains. Yeah, they're good. But if you hand me some raw plantains, I'm like, mm. nope, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> but plantains are good for yes. you, so eat them. But I will eat the heck out of some raw carrots where I won't eat steamed carrots. Most mm. people know this, but be <laughs> very aware of the difference between a whole food and a juiced, dried, or otherwise managed food, yes. right? I love people like, I get all my vegetables from juice. Like, I put them all in a blender and a smoothie. Nothing wrong with smoothies and getting vegetables that way, but know that you're taking some of the benefits out when you do that. You're still getting benefits, but you're not getting quite as much. Yeah. And that's where, like, this is the... the the balance, right? You always have to seek is like, okay, we're consuming no vegetables. Well, what if we do a green smoothie? Yeah. Would that work for you? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So that takes you from level zero to level one. <laughs> exactly. Right? And, and, and hopefully <laughs> keep going up. Yeah. Awesome. I think that covers the raw versus cooked a little bit. And then, uh, ra- eat the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, I like to go on to that. I don't have any like structure in this podcast, by the way. I think Ben does, but I don't. So I'm going to be all over the place. Robin is taking me all over the Woo-hoo, place. Let's go I love it. on the magical mystical ride so, of the rainbow of vegetables. So let's talk about that. Let's, let's go rainbow here. Why a rainbow? 
variety. Exactly. And the bigger reason for variety is each different color has a different nutrient and micronutrient and vitamin panel within it. The more the better. So, and it's also where like food sensitivity wise, you might find one type of leafy green throws you off, but a purple version of that leafy green does not. And that's, that's big because maybe you can't eat kale. I'm one of those people. Like you put kale in my smoothie, Robin will not see me a whole day because I will be in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, every, every podcast we have to have our poo reference. Yes. I appreciate that. Um, but that's just the way it is. But you put spinach or you put red cabbage in there. No problem. Oh, Ben's yeah. fine. Really interesting. Um, we talk, you know, like I see broccoli slaw as something that's cool and like works. Um, you know, let's see. What other colors do we need to look at? Like yellows. So bell peppers, um, your squashes, squashes, yeah. things like that. Um, oranges the same way, bell peppers Orange. there, carrots, both cooked, Red, steamed, blue, yeah. purple. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, you know, if you are eating any vegetables and you're like, I, I eat carrots every day. Again, you're taking it from zero to one and then you love that. Keep going. But if all you eat are carrots and you're like, I eat vegetables, Maybe you want to add a couple more because you're, you're, again, you're getting a lot of benefit from that carrot, but you're not getting a benefit from say a leafy green or a, a blueberry or that's not a veggie, but you know what I mean? I mean, that's your challenge. Yeah. That could be your literal challenge for the month of May is I love carrots and I'll keep eating my carrots, but I'm going to add one other color yeah. a day. I love the colors because I think it may, you, sometimes you go into the grocery store and you're like, I don't know. what. Pick three different colors. Of something, even if it's something you've never had before, it's it makes it a little fun. It makes it a little more interesting and a little less boring. So, um, eat the rainbow. Eat the rainbow. Well, and I always think back to the podcast we did with Stephen about cooking vegetables right. and all those things, and him talking the seasonality of vegetables. We will link that episode yes. for you guys. Where he kicked me in the shins as kindly as he could with words about how I never follow the seasonality of foods. Yeah. But if you're looking to do that with a rainbow, you very quickly do it. Like, because certain colors grow in certain seasons, if I'm yeah. remembering my agriculture right. Um, and that's super important to getting a healthier gut a healthier body because that's why we see certain communities eat better because they eat the way what's available to them at the time and this is the evolutionary how we we developed so your body is not caught up with industry i think we've all talked about that <laughs> so it's gonna be happiest eating the way your ancestors did way yeah. back and what did they do they had to get what was available they didn't get to go to the store and get the veggies from Argentina because it's summer there and it's winter here. Mm -hmm. Again, if you're not doing anything and you want to eat the Argentine pears or, you know, cabbage or whatever, do it. But, um, you're, if you're already there and you want to take it to the next level, you can either go to a farmer market cause that's the seasonal stuff. Or you can Google like what's in season mm -hmm. in March in California uh, and you'll, you'll find, and again, it's kind of makes it more of a game. Like, mm -hmm. let me find this and figure out how to eat and cook this because it's in season right now. Exactly. And it's just going to be, it's just going to be better for you because it's closer to the source. I mean, we can talk about that too. I mean, the, the shorter your food has to travel, the shorter distance your food has to travel, the more nutrients are going to be in it. Time is the enemy, right? Of the vegetable. So 
Just yeah. you have to pick them earlier, and there's you guys know all this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so seasonal, um, and yeah, and speaking of Stephen's podcast, if you hate vegetables, <laughs> and that's why you don't eat them because you don't like the way they taste, um, check out that podcast because we could go down a rabbit hole with that. But there are ways, and um, there are ways to train your palate, and there are ways to make things taste better than you'll be surprised. And if nothing else, pay the extra money, go to the Whole Foods bar and get the vegetables someone else cooked very expertly for you. Yeah. If if you if you that's the only way you will eat them, it it's worth it. It is so yeah. worth it. So do that. Yeah. That is one of the the secret strategies we we will talk about in the end. Oh, well. right. So we, So, so again, me. Robin is jumping oh, all around and I love it. Well, okay, so I think it's definitely we we've We've hammered on the point that this is very good for you. Yes. So, and then I started down the track of how to make it easier with the, the, the colors, the seasons, make it fun, and then figure out a way to make them taste good so you actually want to eat them. What so, do you have? Let's talk, Robin, challenges you can do in May around vegetables. All right. And so, like, and things you can focus on. Like, okay. give people some actual, like, go do this for homework. Okay. So the first one, and this is my favorite one, one serving of vegetables per day. And, and again, this is assuming you're not doing this now. Yeah. If you're doing it now, it's not much of a challenge. <laughs> totally. But again, for some of us, that's a big challenge. Yes, exactly. You know, for me, that might be my Saturday. If you're like, I eat, you know, I eat burgers and pasta and sandwiches and that's it. It's like, oh, well, we need to add something in there, don't yeah. we? Or like, maybe you're like me where you're locked in all week and then Saturday you're just busy doing all the other things. There's no schedule. There's no rhyme. There's no reason. It's a hodgepodge. And you forget. <laughs> well, that's a vegetable. <laughs> mm, that's a stretch. Um, you forget that, oh wait, I haven't eaten any vegetables today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so coming up with a strategy and a plan to have that one serving a day. Yeah. So the next challenge I'll give you if, okay, you've crushed having one serving a day. Try and have a vegetable serving with every meal. Yeah. I like that one. That That is a tougher one for folks. And yes, I do mean your breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're one of those people like, oh, no, Ben, there's no way I could ever have my breakfast with a vegetable. One, try it. Because breakfast is a commercial marketing plan over a real thing, yeah. <laughs> I would say. Um so, so see if you can add a vegetable, do something, you know, handful of carrots, put a bunch of spinach in your eggs, you know, whatever. Eat the thing you had for dinner the night before for yeah. breakfast, heat it up, eat it. It's already done. Yeah. There's yeah. all sorts of little tricks of the trade you can do there yep. just to add a base to your regular breakfast. I think adding veggies to your breakfast, again, is huge bang for your buck. Yeah. Because right, right there, you've already started the day off. You literally took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was say. No, that's perfect because that's literally like you start the day there. And that's going to... You've put the train on the track and you're going. And it, that's great. It's one of the bigger things like I hear from health coaches and fit coaches like during the holidays, start the day with something healthy so you don't have that sweet tooth all day. Yeah. And, you know, we can play that anywhere in life. But if you start with oh, I'm going to have a green smoothie or I'm going to have this little salad before you go have all the cookies, treats, and things of the yeah. holidays. You, Side it, salad with your omelet as opposed to hash browns. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's challenge number two to try is a serving of vegetables with every meal. Got it. Home cooking your vegetables. Yeah. 
So either raw or home-cooked vegetables. The reason I challenge you to this one is the beauty of restaurants is they make really good food. The problem with that sometimes is the oils, the butters, the things that they add to that food. So if you haven't noticed sometimes of why do the Brussels sprouts always taste better at X place? Well, they're deep fried. They're, they're deep that's, fried. That's the best. That's, they got bacon all over them. Yes. Or yeah, maple syrup. Yeah. Or the funnier one is they've put so much olive oil on there. Not to say olive oil is bad, but it is calorically dense yeah. <laughs> that it makes that food taste amazing. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, better that than nothing. Exactly. And if that's the game we're playing, great. Go for it. But next level. Next level would be cook them at home because I guarantee you will use less oil, less butter, less salt, and other things. Not to say that you shouldn't use those things. I I highly recommend using them. I refer you back to the cooking episode. Yes. But definitely, I think anybody... You're in control of of the situation. There's a fabulous... And it's cheaper. Exactly that too. Um, There's a fabulous kind of post going around with some health coaches about this Caesar salad that's amazing and then you just watch them and I swear they put a whole stick of butter in the dressing and you're like I know you just brought that up as an example but here's the thing Caesar salad's a great example of if you're gonna eat a salad if you're gonna eat a thousand calories yes why would you make it a salad? Like, if you want to eat a thousand calories, eat the freaking burger. But but know what's on your salad if, if you're going to eat a salad. Because sometimes it's in, is more calories than a cheeseburger. You got to be really careful with salads. Exactly. And that's, and that's where if you're smart about the dressings yes. that you put on there and things like that, you can still get an advantage of all the vegetables and mm-hmm. all those good things. Like those veggie trays, they're amazing. But if you eat more ranch... Then you do vegetables. Yeah, that's trouble. Oil and vinegar, people. It's your best friend. Yeah, or or have the the small serving. This I always put my salad dressings on the on side. the side. Yeah, and, and I, dip, I dip the salad, dip in. the fork, dip yeah. the fork, and I guarantee you, I I at least half my yep. dressing intake, yeah. if not more than that. The other thing that's awesome there is, um, I have a lot of folks that do that and their things like that. You wind up having a better salad. Like, vegetable-wise, it's yeah. just awesome. And also, if you put the right vegetables on there, it tastes like dressing. Like, you add pepperoncinis in there. It gives a little oil and a little, you know, there's that liquid there. You put tomatoes in there, and it just kind of runs the tomato juice through there. You have the the liquid that you're searching for in the dressing softens up the salad. Yeah, lighter the butter on yeah. that for a lot of reasons. Well, and that's the same thing. Like, I'm pretty good at making guac, and I know certain people eat my guac as just trying to eat my guac in the carrot or the bell pepper or the tortilla chip is really just the vehicle to put the tablespoon yeah. of guac in their mouth. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and I get it, but plan ahead on that one yeah. and watch what you're doing there. But that also goes back to salsa can be a vegetable if you make it at home. Yeah. So salsa. see there, there you go. I just added a way. Salsa, for... you got your salsa birdie, you got your chimichurri. Yep. Oh, yep. so good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Moving on. So next the challenge. next challenge is 800 grams of fruits and vegetables. We love this challenge. And this is the one for most of you we're going to push for. Yeah. And so this is where you will have to get a little scale, weigh and measure. We got a credit. EC Smolsky, Sinkowski. Sinkowski, I think. Yeah. She does a whole series. She kind of came up with this challenge. It's her little brainchild. And then everybody in the fitness world loves it. So basically, whatever she's going to eat vegetable-wise, whether it's cooked, raw, whatever, 
she weighs and measures it to get to 800 grams per day. day. And if you really look at it, it's give or take about eight-ish servings of fruits and vegetables. And again, if you like structure and kind of gamifying these challenges, this is a fun way to do it. Yeah. And it it goes a lot faster than you think. Like a banana could be like 200 grams pretty quickly. My blueberries, my handful of blueberries in the morning, that can very quickly be 200 if I get my hand just right. (laughs) And if you have any kind of disordered eating or if this sounds scary to you in any way, do not do it. Yeah. It's just for those of you who want to like play with a, a, a play with your veggies like a game. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, Ben, I don't think I'm getting enough vegetables. Well, well here's yeah, how no. we tell. Yeah. Just know. This is how you know. This and, is a- and weighing stuff on the scale can be really fun. Like, yeah. Well, or you might go, oh my God, I thought I was getting so many more vegetables. And then you realize your three oh, carrots are only, usually there are only three grams. <laughs> or you realize, oh wow, I thought my scoop of ice cream was, you know, one serving. Oh, it's four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A half a cup is not a lot of ice cream and yeah. that's a serving of ice cream. Yeah. And there's all but sorts of tricks like that. <laughs> Just ask Tamara Holmes about the peanut butter tablespoon. Oh dear. Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. Anyway, so that's, that's a challenge. And you can, you do that throughout the day. You just weigh it. You don't worry if it's raw or if it's cooked. However you're going to consume it is how you should weigh it. Yeah. So if you're going to, um, you know, you're going, you're going to have a stir fry and things like that. Boom. Now you're like, Ben, but what if I go out to eat? Okay. You can be the weird person who brings the scale when don't, you go out to don't eat. Don't be that person. Or you can just go, Hey, I think this was about one serving of X vegetables. Good. Google that. Cause I guarantee you, Google will tell you yeah. a serving of Brussels sprouts is X amount of grams. Or a cup of, but yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. And you can, you'll get good at estimating. That's the other thing this does for you is it wakes you up to estimating what size foods you're eating. Yeah. You'll figure it out really quickly. What it, an it'll take you a week. Or, yeah. It'll take you a week. Yeah. I promise. Or you'll get in a pattern and fix that. Um, so to build on that. So we said 800 grams of fruits and veggies. The next challenge I would say is 800 grams of just veggies. Yeah. So taking an, an extra step. Um, and this is going to be a lot harder for folks. Uh, and you, you need to be careful here because this one can kind of mess with you a little bit. Cause if you do eat too many vegetables because of the great fiber intake of it, some people may no longer want to sit or be around you <laughs> because of the aromas that are spread in the air. Yeah. So this stuff is definitely going to process differently yeah. than other foods. And that's okay. But also like, this is a great challenge for someone like myself who has to eat way too much food. So very quickly I can get to 800 grams of vegetables. I think actually right now I'm during the week I'm there, give or take, I might be a little bit lower. I'd have to really look at what goes into a couple different things. I'm going to adopt this challenge because I have no idea if I'm hitting this. And I'm going to start with, I'm going to start the easy one with the fruit and veggies and see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're going to declare our intent. So that's my intent for this challenge is to go back to, and I think I've done this before, but it's been so long, but Mm -hmm. pull that scale out and start weighing the veggies and, and, and in the, I'll tell you the little hack. The easiest thing you can do is just when you do your food prep, if you do your food prep, get little containers or little baggies and get the scale out and put them in the the containers. Like start with five, like one a day for weekday and, and have that with you. That's raw typically. Yeah. You got so- your bell peppers, your cucumbers, your radishes, whatever. Fill up a bag, weigh it, be like, oh, that's 800 grams. I got to eat this today. Yep. So Robin just did 
the first strategy that I wanted to help you achieve uh, these goals. Oh, got it. So right, the, we kind of covered all those challenges. Okay. We already talked raw versus cooked, wider assortment. So eat a bigger color rainbow. So I'm not going to add those back into the challenges, but remember those from earlier. Yeah, yeah. So first strategy is pre-cut stuff, pre-prep yeah. stuff. Yeah. So if you're a raw person, put 100 grams of carrots in five bags. Yeah. That got you Monday through Friday. You're rock solid there. Um, pre-cut stuff. Yeah. Like maybe you're one of those people who hates leftovers, but you just don't have time to cut a whole head of broccoli at night. I guarantee you have 10 minutes on a Sunday to do that. Yeah. Or maybe you don't on a Sunday. Maybe Monday's your prep day. Yeah. You know, like play that game. Or maybe you're making dinner tonight with, for your family. While the stew is stewing in the pot, cut a couple extra veggies. I do this with my cantaloupe all the time. I have my egg bake going. And while my egg bake's going, I'm cutting Brussels sprouts and I'm cutting um, cantaloupe for the week and boom, I got it covered yep. right there. Um, so pre-cut stuff like that or buy it pre-cut. Yes. Is that on your list? That, that actually goes to the next thing. It's, it's more money. It's this and it's that. But if that's the way you got to go, get one of those party trays. I love those things. So I will say this about more money. Yeah. I believe most of us make more than an hourly wage you know, we could probably break it down an hourly wage, but most of us are probably on some type of salary. Yeah. And if you started to do the math on what you make per hour, you spending 15 minutes is probably more expensive. Like 15 minutes of your time is more expensive than the 25% up charge yeah. of a chopped vegetable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm doing the math there and I'm going, wait a minute, this is why I always buy the Pico pre-cut at Safeway, the taco toppings so it's like onions yeah. and cilantro because yeah. if you've ever had to cut a bunch of cilantro it's annoying as hell yeah. so if they do it fresh for me already or they have a carrot onion mixture um i think it's the, the veggie trio and some other things boom i don't have to cut all that stuff i don't have to chop all that yeah, stuff they have all of those and they have like like the like kebabs made that mm -hmm. you can throw on the grill and yeah i am notorious cool. for buying the pre-cooked whole foods green beans like when i have to go for lunch and i'm like shit i don't know what to get i don't know what to get i grab i can't remember what they're called they have the little sliced almonds and the pre-cooked green beans and a little bit of onions cut in yeah. there they I are it's amazing. just called green bean casserole or no, dean or something yeah like i can't remember what it's yeah. called but it's i basically just, yeah. i grab that tub and i grab some type of protein source and boom i'm covered yeah and it's perfect and it's not that expensive. I like the broccoli salad at like broccoli yeah. bowl and whole foods. Yeah. So delicious. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the other trick is store. Yeah. Store bought, store prepped. Doesn't have to worry there. Um, next, mass prep. So I do this notoriously. Mm -hmm. I put a cookie sheet of vegetables in the oven, multiple cookie sheets of vegetables mm -hmm. in the oven, and that covers me for the week. Yep. And you can do that when you're making dinner. Yeah. So instead of making one sheet of roasted vegetables make two yeah and i guarantee they'll go faster like you'll eat them faster than and they're right there so you can weigh them yep if you're doing this challenge yes and they're also readily available so when you're like struggling i don't know what to eat for lunch i don't have anything boom it's already there yep and it's quicker to grab it's right there that's the big key with a lot of vegetables if it's on hand and ready to grab you'll eat it I remember being at a, a summit. It's a pretty infamous summit. I think you know the one. And uh, Carrie Kepler, if you know your OGs, was doing a, a talk on nutrition. Or someone was talking about nutrition. Uh -huh. I don't know. Bob Wolf. Anyway, blah, 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 nutrition. And someone's like, hey, what do you do about stress eating? And I remember her saying, stress eat a carrot. <laughs> 
stress eat an apple. So, so again, you have your big bag of, and you're just like, I'm so stressed. I just need a candy bar. Grab your bag of carrots and just start gnawing on them. It is. And then if you still want the candy bar, go get the candy bar, but just go. That's your go-to stress eat carrots, yeah. <laughs> stress eat apple slices, whatever. Guys, this is so good for you. Yeah. Any way you get those in your body, just do it. Well, and that's the other thing is like, we talk stress eating. I talk party eating. Oh. Be the one who brings the veggie tray. Yeah. Be, be, the, be, the, be the person. I know everybody goes, but if you're the one. They'll de- eat it. If one, they'll eat it. Two, if you're the one devouring it, yeah. that saves you from the tortilla chips. Not to say don't have the tortilla chips, yeah. but you can have a lot more of those chips and dip. And if your half favorite of them dip are, tastes really good on vegetables too. Yeah. Raw vegetables. Boom. Yeah. You got it. Okay. So that's the other trick is be the party tray vegetable person. Yeah. And it's totally great. Um, meal delivery service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we talked this in some other podcasts, but we talked when we talked grocery shopping. Like, yeah. if you're someone who struggles to buy vegetables, buy them pre-prepared. Yeah. Buy them pre-cooked. Yeah. From any, you name the meal delivery service. If you have questions on this, come ask me. I've probably tried about every meal delivery service, but I can definitely give you some ideas, thoughts, and feedback on, oh, this is the one to try or try this one. And they'll come in all a cart where yeah. they can literally just be, here is a serving of Brussels sprouts yeah. or green beans or you name the vegetable. Here's a serving of cooked carrots. And then you can just add it to your favorite dish yep. or it's a little side option. You don't even have to think about it. I like soups for veggies too. Yes. Yes. And it's one of the best ways to consume vegetables. Um, along those lines of soups. Yeah. Add them into things. Yeah. So if you're struggling to eat vegetables... Put them in your soups. Yeah. Put them in your eggs. Put them in your tomato sauce. Put them... Gosh, what was the trick? One of my... Like, get your stir-fry, your curries. Yeah. um, Almost anything that you smoosh lasagna. um. So, and a lot of times, if the vegetables are done right, they don't add overwhelming flavor. Like, they don't change the flavor of the tomato sauce. They don't change the flavor of the, the fettuccine sauce. Even though you put... Nine million handfuls of spinach in there. When know. I make a lasagna, one lasagna, you know the huge thing of spinach you get, like the family mm-hmm. size. I put one of those in there. No one even notices it's in there. Yeah, and it's a huge, big thing. Like, well, of course, spinach cooks down ridiculously, yeah. but um, really easy to put in Italian food. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fruit smoothie fan, just add a couple handfuls of spinach. Yeah. If you add kale, watch it because yes, that will maybe mess with your digestive system. Mm-hmm. In a certain it volume. Mess with mine. Yeah. Well, that's because you manage the right volume yeah. size. Ben, on the <laughs> other hand, doesn't know how to manage volume. I get in trouble with cherries. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so definitely add them into things. Got it. Along those same lines, find vegetable alternatives. So this is zucchini noodles, squash noodles, mm. cauliflower, pizza crust. Like, I got it. It's not the same. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... If I'm struggling to get vegetables and I'm craving a little bit of spaghetti, one, if you haven't tried spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash is awesome. It's freaking really amazing. Easy to cook too. Really easy to cook. Two, um, zucchini noodles. Oh. They sometimes hit the hit the mark so on point for me to cover that, you know, that pasta craving. Yeah. Um, because it's the same texture, same feeling, all those things. It's great. Those can be the tricks. And I'm not saying every time do that. But sometimes if you're like, I'm really freaking struggling, great. Go buy the cauliflower pizza and have it. 
and it'll probably meet that craving. These are great tips if you are cooking for a whole family and not everybody's on the same train as you and they're like, I want spaghetti and meatballs and you're like, make the meatball sauce and then have your spaghetti squash. So then everybody wins, right? You're mm-hmm. going to put the spaghetti squash in your bowl and then put all the yummy stuff on top. Mm-hmm. They're going to put pasta in, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a great way to kind of have it all. I mean, I don't know a kid who will turn down pizza. Right. And if they don't know that it's cauliflower crusted pizza, yeah. then I promise you there are some out there that you cannot tell the difference, no matter how hard you try. Boom, they're in. The same thing cauliflower with cauliflower rice. Yeah, cauliflower rice, certain things like that. Boom, you can do all the same things and actually eat more food. It's kind of funny. Like, if you compare cauliflower rice to regular white rice, you could actually mix them together. Nobody would know the difference. And it's half the calories yeah. just because you did cauliflower rice yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a beautiful little trick to help you feel better and eat better there yeah. um my last little trick here to help you eat more vegetables is if you go out to eat ask for a double serving of vegetables yeah so ask for more vegetables or change heaven forbid change the fries to veggies yeah um you don't have to sometimes or get that for your appetizer exactly and the other side of that is if you're like Oh, I can't, I can't eat that much, Ben. Cool. Save it for the next day. Mm-hmm. Now you have a pre-cooked vegetable for your meals the next day yeah. without even having to do it. And someone that knows what they're doing cooked it. So it tastes good. Yeah. And this <laughs> is where like, we talked this earlier about homemade versus restaurant cooked and things like that. I got it. It makes sense. But at the end of the day, if I have to get you to eat a whole two servings of Brussels sprouts with some bacon mixed in, I'm going to go for that over none. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I there's a thing I just I love it so much. They they call it like buffalo style cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had this? Oh, I have had it. I'm sure that I could make it healthier at home, but I get that and I take some home and I'll like throw it in my omelet the next day. Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. and it's that stuff. and it's simple things like that where you're not deep frying those vegetables, but you're still you're still frying them in some form or fashion. And somebody's a pro at making them. Boom, they taste amazing the yeah. next day. And I think those are the tricks to like figure out little, little tricks, little things to try with vegetables. Yeah. Um, and I think that will definitely help people consume more vegetables. Yeah. All right. So eat your veggies. What's your challenge? Did you already say? I didn't. Um, so I'm really good at vegetables in the week. Okay. I am, again, I think I'm close to 800 grams. I'm definitely over 500 grams a day. So for me, the challenge will be come Saturday and Sunday, getting at least two servings of vegetables. Okay. And that I've got some tricks there. I'm pretty close to that already. So it'll be a little bit more there um, on my veggies. So, so veggies are an easy one for me. Um, but that's because I've been working at veggies for 10 years. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it's definitely one we want to emphasize right. again and again. So, so I, but because I've been working on it for 10 years, it's easy for me now. But doesn't mean I still don't struggle when I go out to eat. I was like, oh, I don't have any veggies on this plate. (laughs) So you'll always see me buying the extra salad or asking for, goodness gracious, when I go to Qdoba or Chipotle, I got like every vegetable you can imagine that they have, I'm putting in my burrito. Yeah. It's annoying. (laughs) It's good. It's a great way to eat veggies in a burrito. Love it. So Everything tastes good in a burrito. Exactly. And that's why, again, adding vegetables to things burritos um so that's my challenge and i think you talked yours you're yeah, gonna start I weighing just do the 800 gram and, and beautiful see how that goes yeah. yeah so we will check in with robin 
about mid-month and see how she's uh, weighing things. <laughs> yeah. So good luck, gang. Try to eat your vegetables more and more and more. If you have questions or are like, oh, I don't know what to do with vegetables, reach out. Yep. We got plenty of ideas. Also, we will link the Stephen podcast on how to cook them better. There's geez, so many ways to yeah. get vegetables. Yep. So Keep enjoy. Enjoy. I can't think of anything else. No. No. See All you right. next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.